We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, first we must celebrate because the parks are open. That is exciting. It's well, been a Disney long Disney World stretch. is back. I, I didn't even know if we were going to make it every week with this show for the last two months. I wasn't sure. There was a point where I was worried we jumped the shark, and some people told me we did. But now we're back to we're back. actual content And today. we have a trip kind of review today. So we're going to talk mm. about the parks reopening, a little tease. But uh, first, we do got some housekeeping things. No new Patreons. But, uh, Doug, what about a review and maybe a special giveaway? So let's start with the giveaway. So when... Disney masks went on sale. They immediately sold out. Michelle, like, jumped on the internet and bought a bunch, but she ordered smalls and mediums, thinking that would fit our children and us. It turned out that did not. The smalls, well, they're toddler size. Preschooler size, toddler size. So I have two packs of small masks, four in each. One is a princess pack. One is a Star Wars pack. We're going to give them away to you, the listener. How you get entered to win. We will draw somebody out of the entries on Friday morning. That would be the 11th of July. I don't know. I didn't look that up. Oh, my goodness. What are we? The 10th. The 10th of July. There we go. The 11th is Saturday. Because that was the day I was supposed to leave on the fantasy. That's not happening. So on the 10th of July, we'll have a tweet and a Facebook post in the morning. And you simply need to comment under it with what you would rope drop first in the park. So put my rope drop is. Would they get a second entry if they share it, Doug? I don't see why not. I like it. If you share it publicly and we can see that you shared it or retweet comment and we can see that. Two entries. Totally. These masks are adorable because you gave two of them to me, and they are awesome. And my two-year-old loves him, loves them as much as he loves wearing a mask. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a ringing endorsement at all. <laughs> no, not at all. But they are adorable. He likes holding it and looking at it, not wearing it uh, per se. All right. So there you go. Enter to win, and we'll do that next all oh, the whole week. Just keep entering sharing liking all the that stuff time for a review this one i've been trying to find international reviews because it finally dawned on me when people are messaging me we don't see them so i found a canadian review that you can't see if you're in the states and it's titled a feel-good podcast by crinzling wow it's you scored there pretty bad all right And I feel like Ryan Wiley needs to read this one, but he's not here this week, unfortunately. All right. In a world where things are often dark and the news and social media is all negative, this is a feel-good retreat for me. Bonus points for being kid-friendly in case the kids walk in. I love listening on my commute and more recently when doing things around the house and working from home. 
Thanks for being a happy spot in my day. Oh, I like that. Thank you. From Canada. Hey, yes, as a half-Canadian, I appreciate that. Happy Canada Day two weeks ago. That's why we're so big in Canada, Derek, is because you're half-Canadian-ness. Ooh, there we go. Pay so, off. Yeah, I have no good transition, but the parks are open. Parks are open? Wow, Doug. Yes, that yes. is what we're talking about today. It has been way too long. The parks are open. By parks, we do mean Walt Disney World, Disneyland. That's, I don't yeah, know, whenever, who knows. Anyway, so we want to get a first-hand account from two of our favorite vloggers and cast members. You can find them at Happily Ever and After on YouTube. Yes, I subscribe and watch every week. So let's welcome in Amanda and Mitchell Everett. Welcome back to Rope Drop Radio, guys. Thanks, guys. It's really good to be back and, and talking with you all again. Yeah, you can find their first appearance on episode 145. So you can go back and listen to Amanda and Mitchell kind of talk about Life as a cast member, although that was life then, this is life now. Life now, completely different. I don't know. Yeah. So first, we just want to catch up and see how you guys have been doing during the shutdown. What have you been up to? Um, We did a lot of projects around our apartment. Like, we painted two nightstands and a dresser. We cleaned out every closet, every nook and cranny in our apartment. And then we watched a lot of TV. We caught up with Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of cleaning, a lot of rearranging. We played some games here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly just kind of getting everything cleaned out. That sounds as fascinating as everybody else's. <laughs> we we cleaned out a storage room. I put down a floor the other day for dancing. It was. I'm really bad at it. If you need really bad laminate laid, let me know. That's what I'm looking for, actually. <laughs> I got some help, really though. good tips on what not to do. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys are back. And uh, how are things going in the transition? I know you got to have some cast member previews we're going to talk about. But what is it like uh, right now coming back to the parks, coming back to work? Right now, I am the only one working. Mitchell is still on furlough uh, because his department isn't fully back yet. So... What I'm doing is just sort of getting everything ready. So making sure the attraction is up and running, signage is in place. We are um, teaching our cast some new like enhanced cleaning operations that we'll be doing and just sort of getting ready for the new normal as of now. The new normal. I hate that word. I I, I love it. I'm enjoying the new normal. Just (laughs) phenomenal. So you guys have been in the Magic Kingdom not once – but twice now? Yep. Yeah, we've been lucky lucky enough to get two cast previews. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, we were, Amanda signed up for a day, and mm-hmm. I signed up for a day. And we originally weren't sure. We were thinking about doing another park, but we were scared that one of the days Amanda might have, you know, would have to work. And we didn't want to miss that opportunity of, of going to Magic Kingdom. Yep, but I got off both days, and so we <laughs> just figured, might as well go both days, because we don't know when we'll be able to go back in. Yeah. So, so how, how did I was gonna say how magical did it feel just going back into the Magic Kingdom? I want to live vicariously through you right now because I am jealous on another level. It was magical. It was yeah. really magical. <laughs> it was really great. Like it's a lot different because everything is so much less crowded. So there's not as many people in the street. So Which like, makes it magical. That's gonna say that is magical. Right. So like it's nice, but like something also just feels different. Like 
there's there's just something missing and it's like all the other people that are experiencing all the other magic but also short lines so yeah you know i think the only downside for me because everything else is really it kind of feels the same right like you're still going on rides like yeah you're socially distancing but it's really not too big of a deal what really separates it for me is the fact that for one there's not many people on the streets and while that's a good thing it also is kind of sad not seeing all the families there like having a good time and then Mm -hmm. the last thing is uh, no fireworks. Yeah. And that's a big thing for us. Like at the end of the night, we almost always see fireworks. And so that's hard leaving the parks without that. How early did you leave the parks each day? Yesterday we left around, I would say about five o'clock. Yeah. Um, so we had two hours left of the preview. Um, but because we knew we were coming back. Um, but today we spent the entire day in the park uh, and it was it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Did you rope drop? And what is rope drop like? So we tried to rope drop the first day. We attempted it yesterday, but they were sort of like stopping the cars at like the toll booth area and just letting a few trickle in. And then they stopped us completely and then let a few more in. I don't know if that was just a cast preview thing or not, but we definitely got there 20 minutes early and got in the park like an hour later. Oh, wow. Okay, so they're... Trickling you in. Keep that six foot that, between each car. With the cars, that makes sense. And so what was it like getting from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom? Actually pretty easy. Yeah, it was fairly easy. They did Because park- everybody was still in their cars outside the... Right. <laughs> <laughs> they parked everyone. Um, they left a space in between. And then Ooh. once that row was parked, then they filled in more. So you weren't really getting out of the cars next to the people, which we really appreciated. But... Um, we did experience the ferry boat and monorail. Yeah. Um, ferry boat was pretty easy. There were numbers on the floor, one and two. One would be the upper deck and two is the lower deck. Um, you just stand on your dot. And then when you go up to the ferry boat, you stand on your dot up there. Um, monorails, they sent you to a number and then you can only have two families per monorail car. There's a divider in between the two sides of the car. And um, you have to remain seated. That way you're socially distanced. I socially distanced on the ferry before <laughs> anyway. Nobody stood next to me, so I should be just fine. My grumpy old manness. So that, that sounds good. And so the monorail cars, they put up dividers like behind the seats, in between the seats. It's like all kinds of dividers, right? Yeah, it was just the one in between the two bench seats that sit back to back. It was okay. just like a gray screen kind of. So you're still sitting back to back with someone if they fill it. But um, other than that, it's, I mean, we had a monorail car to ourselves most times, except for this last time we came back. Yeah, that time we had another couple in with us and they were just across from us on the other seats. Yeah. Okay. And you have to wear your mask from the time you get out of your car to the time you get back to your car, basically. So everybody has them on in the monorails. Yes. So we noticed um, cast members, as soon as you were, even getting close to the TTC like area, they were telling you like, Hey, go ahead and put on your mask, be ready. So, but there was like no chance for you to take it off unless you were in a relaxation station Mm -hmm. or, you know, eating food. Well, and I wanted to follow up on that because we've gotten a lot of questions and wondering what's it like going through the parks heat of uh, Walt Disney world, Florida, transitioning from the TTC over the, what's it like wearing a mask throughout the day? I will say, I guess let me start with this. I was kind of really against it and I was really worried about wearing a mask in the park. I was like, it's going to be so hot because we live in Florida. So like we go out every day and I was like, 
the humidity and walking around. It's going to be really hot. However, with not as many people in the park, um, everything we kind of walked on or we waited five, ten minutes for. So I think the experience wasn't that bad wearing a mask. I think you're mostly distracted. Yeah. It's just really easy to, like, forget that you're wearing a mask because, like, you're in the Magic Kingdom. You're walking on rides. You're just having a good time. So for me, I had on a more lightweight mask. Mitchell had on a more heavy one. I think the problem is forgetting to drink water because there Mm -hmm. is something. Makes sense. And that's very important. It's important on a July day at Magic Kingdom uh, waiting for the 3 o'clock parade. But it's even more important when it's 3 o'clock in July and you haven't been drinking water all day and you're wearing a mask. Yeah. That's a good point. Remember to hydrate. Go uh, carry your water bottle with you, right? And go find a corner, slip it off, take a drink, slip it back on. That's, That's a good tip. Powerade uh two days in a row these last two days because we were like oh my gosh we're getting so dehydrated we need to we need some electrolytes because it was pretty bad you just forget yeah you really do and as cast members you're going to be wearing them all the time when you're at work yep that's that's the way the world that's that new normal yep wear a mask yeah so a lot of um positions and i don't know how other attractions do it but um most positions where you are directly guest facing you will also have on a face shield. Okay. So oh, that- that's going to be so You beat me weird. to my question I had from my wife to ask. Who's uh, wearing the face shields and why? So guest facing. Okay, great. Uh, so like most, pretty much most attractions, most rides, um, some of them were saying it might be just if you're indoors because you're kind of more in close quarters. Um, but I've we've seen most people wearing face shields. It's... I. It's sort of optional uh, to a point. Like there were some cast members that were outdoors that didn't have it on, some that did. But all indoors, you were wearing a face shield, definitely. Man, you just need the surgical gown and the gloves, and you're you're wearing my. <laughs> you look like Doug, yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> so I'm also wondering what other precautions. I know we talked about masks. What about hand sanitizer? Yeah. I mean, what does the uh, six foot look like? Maybe in some attraction lines and and food places so uh, walk us through that so it's actually pretty nice as you can imagine you're going to have a hand sanitizing station before you enter the attraction and after um the six feet apart is even better because especially like i said on a hot day you don't have to smell the next person uh or the person next to you um but the six uh, feet markers are on the ground they're very visible and clear um and it tells you like where to stay back and, um, you know, you kind of in that little bubble with your group of however yeah. many. And some of them are a little more than six feet. Some of them are nine feet. And um, if they can't, if you're in like a like a switchback part where you're just going back and forth and it was sort of hard for them to put down the markers, there are um, plexiglass barriers. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's really separated. I, I will say, though, the one thing I noticed, and this might not be as important, but at Big Thunder Mountain, when you're going down the final um, ramp to get to the trains, they have the plexiglass up there, and it was pretty tight. So we were with someone today who was claustrophobic, and they were kind of having a hard time with it. Um, so I would suggest, like, if anyone is claustrophobic, they should maybe talk Just, to a cast member yeah. outside first. And Just see. be cautious yeah. about what you're doing. How do you do the Haunted Mansion? <sighs> so are you ready to be disappointed? Oh, it's not going <laughs> to open, is it? It's all a walkthrough, right? No. It is an it is a it is open, but yeah, it's it's a walkthrough. Yeah. You, oh you my just... gosh, I can't do it. Ugh. I know <laughs> it was so sad. However, today since there was like no one there, 
Um, no one was in line, and we walked through, and no one was on the ride. It was just us in, it the, was in really the haunted creepy. mansion. Yeah, it was really <laughs> was creepy. creepy. Well, I'm thinking of like yeah. Tower of Terror. There's gonna be a lot of attractions that are a lot different with social distancing right now. Yeah. I mean, it's a pre-show, Derek. If it was that important, it would be called the the show. Oh wow, not no, the well pre-show. It Just trying to put a positive it, spin thank on you, it. Doug. It gets you in the mood for the attraction at hand. Well, well even even look at our favorite attraction in, in Star Wars, Ray. You know, we're all in a big room together with you know thirty of our closest friends. How is that going to be? Hopefully, five of our best friends. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, some attractions are keeping their pre-shows if they can space them out. I don't want to give away any secrets because my park's not open yet, but. Some, <laughs> Some pre-shows you will be able to stand there and watch. It'll just be very spaced out. Yeah, because Mickey and Minnie's pre-show is very important. It's to really it, it yeah. sets up the entire story, and it's one of the coolest effects on property. Yeah, so, I mean, it, other than a lightsaber that comes through a ceiling, but it's it's up there. Well, I look at <laughs> you talk about cool effects. Bell's is not opening, and that whole window opening up so i can see how some attractions right now won't be opening because of social distancing there you haven't been on mickey and minnie's you're right i haven't so maybe don't worry about bell's effect i'm just saying it's still cool and it's not opening so what do you guys feel like with a lot of the attractions that are versus aren't opening does it feel like maybe if you're a first time guest now is not the right time to go to that point uh, about the attractions being open, being closed, I would say no. But as far as getting the full experience of Disney, and if it's your first time, I would, I, I, me, I would, I would, I would wait. I don't like you're missing out on a lot of the magic. While the magic's still there, and there are a lot of things happening, the true Disney atmosphere just isn't the same. So, it, if you are a first time, or maybe you haven't went or gone to Disney in a long time, I would suggest waiting till maybe after the new year. Or whenever Disney does start to relax some of the policies and, um, you know, bring back some of the full entertainment. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of attractions that were really closed down. Uh, We noticed Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. And Bell. And I think... And Shannon tells a bell. And I think those are because of entertainment. So I think there's something going on. maybe a union issue, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm not sure the full details on that, but I think that might be why those type of attractions aren't happening at the moment. That that makes sense. And sitting in some theaters, that's one of the the riskier things with the way this virus spreads is it's uh, exposure time and air volume. So, you know, I don't know that I need to sit through Philhar Magic. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, it's never full anyway, Doug. There's always six feet, except they but make go you go all the way to the end yeah, and I... sit all in a clump <laughs> with all 16 people. Some of the shows, um, they had markers on the seats that said, do not sit here. So for Carousel of Progress, you would uh, block off three seats and then four seats were open. So if you have a big family, you sort of have to split up a little bit. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, except of course it was like the stadium seating. It's bench seating. So they just had markers that said, do not sit. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. That, that is a good point. So, like, if you are traveling with a larger party, um, it's almost a guarantee that you're going to be split up on yeah. a lot of things, especially, like, um, like, like shows and stuff like that. Which is ideal if I'm with my family. <laughs> the, larger, <laughs> the larger group. Doug wants family. to be on a, uh, on a ship, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, or even anywhere by himself. It's on my own. Yep. I'm good. 
<laughs> totally social distanced. So from a, a visitor aspect, for somebody coming down to escape the mundane life that we're all living right now and exist inside this Disney bubble, because let's be honest, it sounds safer than the grocery store because there's plexiglass everywhere, um, which I saw in your video. You already have a video up of your first day back in the Magic Kingdom. You want to see all the plexiglass in Thunder Mountain's queue. You can see it there like great shots of it um no confusion as to what it is but what kind of tips would you give somebody coming to visit the parks i think just be prepared be prepared to take breaks um don't spend your entire day in a park if you can go back to your hotel do it and relax naps Um, yes naps good job (laughs) i i I really feel like that that's kind of it i mean like, like we said before if it's like your first time or you haven't been in a while. Maybe you should maybe think about going another time. But if you are ready to go and you want to experience it, like you're right. Like you are in the Disney bubble. Yeah. And it's about as safe as you can imagine Disney I mean, they make it doing. pretty yeah. seamless. The whole thing really. was really easy. And once again, it's not going to be too crowded. Yeah. You can space out. You don't feel uncomfortable. So I, I think just the main thing is be prepared to take breaks, drink water, Always wearing your mask because they're very strict on that. Um, and if you don't, they'll, they'll ask you to leave the parks if you if you refuse. And um, again, relax. Well, and I have one follow-up. I saw some things on Twitter today with some of the um, lines, five minutes for all sorts of craziness. What You said it's not full. Just make me envious. How long were you waiting in some of these attractions? Well... How, what's your favorite attraction at, at Magic <laughs> Kingdom? And let me just go there for. I mean, give me a, give me a bigger ride that usually has a wait. Uh, Space Mountain's my favorite at Magic Kingdom, but I'll go Mine Train. Not as mine. Well. Okay, well, if we were talking about space, I would tell you that we just basically walked on straight on yeah, to it today. It was, like, I mean, most of the line was walking through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, like ten minutes at max, maybe. Yeah. But if you're talking about Seven Dwarfs, we waited maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15 to stretch it out. And that was after it was had a downtime. And then it was down also for storms and rain. So, wow. yeah, about so 10 minutes. For seven longest minutes for we waited was about 30 minutes for Splash Mountain. Yeah. And that's, that's everybody because everybody wants to go wants on to ride Splash it before, Mountain. Yeah, right. change it. It closes sense. in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's plenty of time. Makes sense. Plenty of time. Um, how much do you think the crowd will increase with each of these previews? So right now it's cast previews, which is definitely the smallest group. Then you're going to get annual pass previews, which is going to bump it up a little bit more to opening day. What percentage do you think it changes between now and opening day? I'm I, really putting you on the spot here. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a good. Question. It's all a guess. Yeah, we discussed it as well. So like. 100% we don't know. We don't know the numbers. We don't know however many they left for cast previews or whatever. I would say that with cast previews, we so Magic Kingdom was gone within about 30 to 45 minutes. It was like we were able to book it for cast previews. So they had a number in mind, and it was not crowded at all. I yeah, definitely I think. think they could have added you know, more, more um, availability for that. And that would have been just fine, and it wouldn't have made things difficult because, like we said, Splash Mountain and Seven Dwarfs had the longest line. Splash Mountain, of course, because you know it is going away, and then Seven Dwarfs because of the capacity issues it has and its popularity. So, if if it does increase, I don't think they can incre- increase it too much more. And even if they do, I mean, the streets were wide open. We were walking through Tomorrowland; no one was there. It was 
you know strollers you can see like everything so i don't think it's going to be too bad even when they do if if there are increases from what we saw today yeah i could see them like doubling or tripling probably and still being just fine yeah i could see i could see them doubling what we had today and i think that would be the max of what we saw I couldn't imagine them doing any more because then you start crowding the streets and, and whatnot. But I, I think I think that it was fun, though. I think it will be fine. Well, let's transition to a whole different topic here because I've been wanting to talk to Amanda about this um, <laughs> since it opened. We're going to talk a little Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, the home of my favorite background character in all of Disney World, the Trumpet Squid. Yeah, it's it's idea. It's my f- hashtag Trumpet Squid. I'm gonna get it going at some point. He'll become famous. Totally background. You almost have to turn around to see him. But what was it like working on the opening team, and what all did you do? Um, opening team was uh, very emotional for me. So I was uh, a, a coordinator for uh, the opening day. So I was in the theater area right before you go into your pre-show. And I nearly cried when the first guest started walking through because I had worked on the attraction for over a year before that, doing some testing for it. So it was really surreal to see people. It was overwhelming. There was a lot of people. Uh, You're being very efficient, trying to just put everyone in the theater, get everyone on the ride. And I mean, we're it's brand new. So we're still trying to figure out all the little kinks and bugs and how to not starve our load area and how to not overfill so the theaters can't empty. And um, it was great. I really loved it. I love the attraction. I love seeing people come in with like making Minnie's gear on. And it was awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. One thing that she didn't mention, uh, besides the fact that she got to work alongside Kevin Rafferty, we won't get, get into that. But one of the things that I think that was the coolest part about it at least a, a opening was the fact that she was the one who opened the Chinese door, the Chinese theater stores for the first time to the public. What? For the first that time. is awesome. Indoors. She opened it up for me as a Disney nerd. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Like that's so cool. You, those doors, you know, hypothetically haven't been open to the public and that, you know, a year and a half or however long it, it was. And you opened it up for this brand new attraction. That's yeah. on your resume. Yeah. That, that you put that. That's you can the get hired line. anywhere. I was just like in the right place. Uh, we were kind of standing outside. We were sort of watching the park fill in a little bit uh, because it was so crowded. They sort of had to let guests in a little bit early. Um, and my leader started popping open the doors. I asked if he wanted some help. And then I just sort of realized what I was actually doing was really awesome. Nice. So cool. How many days has it even been open? What's the count at? It's not long. 11. 11 days. The, the Doug, you got thing at least a, in there, so well I done. I know. We got on it a couple times when we were there. We were there the week that the park closed. We were there, like, for three, four days, then the park closed. And so we got on it twice. And the hardest part of this shutdown has been able not to talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. There's so many little hidden things. The technology is great, similar to Ratatouille in different ways. And... It's been really hard not talking about it because Derek. I was supposed to, hear to be about on it. it, you know, in June a few weeks ago. <laughs> nope, that trip didn't happen. We would have skipped it, Derek. I've already seen it. You don't know. I would have called Amanda and said, "Hey, open the doors for me. Let me on." Right. Yep. <laughs> oh, so I'm what's jealous. your? Not to spoil too much, but what is your favorite part of the attraction? 
it within it, like a favorite scene or an experience? Um, I like the dance studio. That's my favorite. Uh, that 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 is interesting. That's where my kids are like, "What happened? Why are we dancing?" They're like, <laughs> "I'm like, Goofy's a train driver. Anything can happen, kids." Vehicles really dance, which is really cool. Yeah, you cha cha and all all the whatnots there, and I don't think we spoiled anything with that. That's just I, as a tease. I just want one of our listeners to get a picture of the trumpet squid and tag you hashtag and Rope Drop Radio squid. and hashtag trumpet squid. That whoever does that gets a button. There we go. See, I did that the first time. I did that. The parks closed the next day. It just didn't have much run. So <sighs> did you guys? That the trumpet squid is actually in a Mickey Shorts episode. It's in oh Wonders my. of. <laughs> well, now I gotta go watch that. There goes Disney my night. Plus, and... there you go. Yep. Uh, Wonders <laughs> of the Deep. All right, that's the one where Mickey, Donald, and Goofy go way down, and yeah. like Professor Von Drake gets captured or something. And I know way too much about cartoons for a forty-year-old man, obviously. <laughs> but uh... yeah, trumpet squid. I just I'm trying to promote trumpet squid the best i can and someday he'll get his own t-shirt then that's what i so when i first saw him i was like why isn't this why isn't he broadcast more as like a like a main character i was like i like this he's awesome pretty random pretty random i definitely know what i'm watching this weekend there we go why wait till the weekend Derek? that's true work as soon as the podcast is over everybody go and watch wonders of the deep on the mickey shorts sounds good after you subscribe to happily ever after on youtube (laughs) that's your order of operation this weekend guys yeah yeah great weekend yeah be a good one yeah any other little like tidbits from opening like um have you worked all through the different parts of the attraction or you kind of do the same thing for those 11 days? Um, for the 11 days, I was coordinating the whole time because we needed so many coordinators around. Um, we had them stationed at all different sorts of areas. And um, like my job as a coordinator is to make sure that the guests are taken care of, help with anything the guests need, answer any questions that a regular cast member can't answer. Um, and then making sure that casts get breaks and that they're all taken care of. So you're very cast oriented and you're very guest oriented. So we had a lot of us around. Um, I was coordinating the whole time. However, with my year I spent on the attraction, I have done every position. I know the building in and out. It's, it's my favorite. I'm very proud of it. Did you hammer anything together in that year? No, I wish I did though. (laughs) (laughs) I spent a lot of time in a hard hat though. Oh, there you go. fancy. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right, Derek, do you have any other questions? Was the Dole Whip stand open while you were there at Magic Kingdom? Yes. yes. Had there you go, today. Doug. That's all you yes. need to know. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Cup for it now. There's yeah. a little souvenir like Tiki Cup that you can get. And it was $9.99 for that and the Dole Whip together. So it's five extra dollars. You, you have to get it. Of is totally it, worth it, Doug. Is it a float or the regular Dole Whip? Regular. Regular. Oh. We always swirl. That's our favorite. Yeah. But then you're only getting half of the wonderfulness. <laughs> but it was so really cool. The stand was um, mobile order only. So a yeah. lot of places were mobile order only, which was really convenient, to be honest. I liked it a lot better. Yeah. You know, they started Dole Whip mobile order for me because when my magic band would check <laughs> into the park, they just, well, get it ready. 
that'll be here soon. Uh, odd origin story, I know, but that's that's a hundred percent not the truth on mobile order at Dole Whip. The unofficial um, guy to mobile yeah, order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go. All right. Well, um, I think that sums up what to expect in the parks. A lot of plexiglass, a lot of hand sanitizer. Wear your mask. Wear and your there mask. Are people, and it sounds like unlike SeaWorld, they're enforcing it a little bit more. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, th- will all cast members be enforcing it or just the, uh, roving enforcement team that you heard about? We all ideally should be, but the roving enforcement team is just sort of there as like a, a set of helping hands, but we will all be making sure everyone has masks on. Good. Is as a coordinator, do you also have to tell your, um, fellow cast members to comply that's yeah Yeah. as a regular cast member you should be telling your fellow cast member to put it on yeah so yeah that's gonna it's also a struggle with employees no matter where you are all right i feel like Uh, he has experience in that but that's a later episode (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i you know your video was great to see the plexiglass and everything and uh, you know you're talking about first timers if fireworks aren't a big deal it, with the way the world is right now it still would be pretty darn magical to visit and so if like you have little kids that aren't going to make it to the end of the night to be honest that could this be. might you're be right. a great no, time to go exactly. because you don't have that guilt of we're going to make it to fireworks you're three, just take, you know, it's might be ideal. For, I don't know. I'm torn. I am torn. It's really missing besides the fireworks and obviously the shows is meeting characters, but yeah. they have some really cool ways of getting some characters in your day. So yeah. it's been, it's been really, really fun to see like how creative they got with it. Again, it, it is still magical. Not, not yeah. even going to say like, Oh, it's not magical. It's boring. Oh, I almost cried. When I saw the princesses yesterday, I did cry. I was gonna say you did cry. I cried <laughs> when we saw the princesses yesterday. I'm gonna cry as soon as I walk in. I have no doubt in my mind, whatever <laughs> that is. Speaking of crying when you're seeing things, what were your thoughts on the new paint scheme of the it. castle? Yeah, I I really like it. So the only thing I have to say is the blue of the turrets are a little too blue. However, very blue. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the paint job is intended for next year's 50th. And we all know what Florida, the Florida sun. sun. So I think by the time next year rolls around, the ideal look more, not faded, but I don't know what what to call it, but it'll just look a little bit better rather Mm -hmm. than kind of out of a cartoon book. But I still think it looks really good. I actually really like it. Were you able to see the paint job like the last week before the shutdown happened? Were you at the Magic Kingdom and all then? Yeah, we saw yeah. a little bit of it where they started it. Yeah. That was so, I saw the one side that was, you know, and I, I liked it when it was, you could see it right next to the old. I'm like, oh, that's going to look really nice. But now that it's all done, it looks good. Mm-hmm. looks agree. good. It's not a birthday cake color, so that's Disappointing, okay. by the way. Thought they were going to bring that back. I, that's my favorite. That's what I grew up with. That Mom, was my wife's first time worried. in the park was during the uh, 25th. That's a great time. Yep. That's I, good. I just, I worry about you, Mitchell. That's... <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually your job now that yep. you guys are married. So, you're, yeah, you have to worry for him. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, All no right. lightning round, Doug, because they've been on nope. the show before. No. So go listen to episode 145 for their lightning round, where I'm sure it was fantastic answers. I did not re-listen. But... So instead of doing lightning round second time on, we do armchair imagineering questions. Third time on, we just end a show and say goodbye. But second time, we get armchair imagineer. So if you could put another Mickey-based attraction in any other park... Where and what would it be? Okay. Uh, are you guys ready? Because We talked about yeah. this on the line for the Jungle Cruise today. We were having a really hard time trying to figure out what this would be. We've, it's we've a hard, up, hard one, yeah. yeah. I feel like we've come <laughs> up with a couple. Yeah. And, and I'll throw out some of the ideas. I don't want to get too far into it because I already have the blueprints written out. But um, <laughs> um, so, I, I really thought hard about this because you have the new Mickey Minis attraction at studios and i feel like that really is a perfect attraction that covers all of what mickey mouse is however i had two thoughts right so and i kind of combined these one thought was we should get something with sorcerer mickey where you know sorcerer where mickey puts on the sorcerer hat and then he kind of like things kind of get a little haywire go sort crazy like her magic but moving except moving yeah <laughs> so that got us on to like well it's got to be emotion based kind of like um like ratatouille um, or maybe even like Mystic Manor in Hong Kong. And then that's when I had this crazy idea. And I was like, wait, I got it. We put it in Epcot. We add in Dreamfinder and Figment. And now like you're getting into the creativity. You're like going into this like crazy world with, with the Sorcerer Hat and Mickey. And I was like, you can bring all these characters together. And like just everything that can go wrong or can go crazy will. Ooh, I like so- it. You just fix the Imagination Pavilion at the same time. That's... There you go. Yeah. Added, added another Mickey Mouse attraction to the ride, to the parks. And we get to keep Figment. And we get to keep Figment. <laughs> That's, and we bring back. That's important. So. That's, that is a big win. I, I like it. That That's... was a good one. I like it a lot. Nice. <laughs> I hope Joe Rohde is listening right now and going to help figure out how to get this done. And remember, Joe. that was Mitchell and Amanda's idea. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Joe, if you're listening to this, uh, just, you know, DM me. So uh, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> be great. I will, right. be, I will be on that attract. Hopefully you guys can open the doors then for Doug and I. We'll be the first correct. ones in line for that. <laughs> Perfect. But at the rate Disney builds attractions, that's going to be... 10 carry the two about 20 I'm years from now 60 70 years old by then Derek yes, you will be and still have motion Ooh. sickness so hope, maybe hopefully it's not worse make it a little mild for me just yep. to, <laughs> like a, a green side so how did you do on mickey's being having motion sickness um the only one part where it was like just a hint was the waterfall oh i just so, whispered that to people. i said it's the that pot. Was, yeah, and um, that's the part that's real similar to a lot of Ratatouille, because um, Ratatouille kind of goes into multiple of those, and Ratatouille was harder um, when I was on that in France than Mickey's was. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on again on Rope Drop Radio. So take a minute and plug where we can find you. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having us on again. We love being on and talking to you all. It's been great. And yeah, you gotta you gotta at least find us at some point so we can maybe do Mickey and Minis together. Well, I there know we one time Amanda was like in the show, so I did knock on the wall 
And yeah, she was inside the building, wouldn't let me, wouldn't open the doors for me. But yeah, you were you were busy working that one. I don't know, it was like eh, half a year she ago. She was not, not not hammering. No, not hammering, but not, not letting me in anyway. So now that it's open, hopefully we can uh, find a way that we can see you on the attraction. Yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be great. Well, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Joe from backtothemouse.com. Go check out his site for... A lot of cruise trip reports and stateroom photos as you're picking out your cruises for 2021, as many people are doing. A lot of good stateroom pictures for the Disney Cruise Line on Back to the Mouse. It's a great place to look at staterooms. So check that out there. And be sure to book your next trip to go see Happily Ever After and do all the fun attractions. Uh, and right now, with very little wait times, you got to contact Michelle McKnight. She is a rope drop queen, and her email is in the show notes. So get that in there for hopefully they start doing some more with 2020 but they for sure. are oh they Just are now today today 2020 will Ooh. be open to book not sure how much or what resorts and as you're listening to this you might already know but it's exciting that is exciting it's so I need to get on the phone and call Michelle after this show to make sure I get my trip in, but and you must get yours in too. So 2020 or for sure 2021. And make sure you ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and look for Amanda there. Uh, Mitchell, get where are you going to be at for 2020-2021? So uh, I actually am with the Disney Vacation Club, um, and I'm with the, the Preview Center. So when you are wanting to learn more about the Vacation Club and you sign up for one of our tours – then you come to one of the locations where I'm at, and I will greet you with a smile and a welcoming, um, I don't know, I just I'll welcome you in. So uh, find me at the DVC areas. Awesome. Well, thank you again, guys, for being on the show. But that is all the time that we have. So for Amanda and Mitchell and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio. Be sure to leave a review and follow us on all the social media. Have a happy and magical day. <laughs>